just a forewarning, this is my first podcast episode ever in my life. Um, but I just want to jump on here real quick before the episode started and say that this scares me to death. Like, I hate the way my voice sounds, and I just, if I go back and listen to the things I say, and I'm having to, to try to edit the best I can, but the editing is probably rough, and you can probably catch some mishaps, but just enjoy. Please don't be too harsh. Um, Yeah. So today I want to talk to you guys about something that I really think should be discussed more um, in our culture, especially because we hear a lot in our churches, in circles around us that are circles of believers about not letting people despise your youth, right? Being examples in spite of the fact that you're young. And that's very true. But today I want to talk to you about a specific time in your youth, and that's high school. Um, I'm not that far removed from high school. I just graduated in May, and I start my college journey in a few days, but my alma mater already is back in session um, with the new school year, and so because of that, I've kind of been in reflection a lot lately about my high school career, how it could have changed, how it could have been different, Um, and so I just wanted to talk to you guys about three things specifically I would have done personally if I were back in high school to kind of make high school more of a cataclysmic time of spiritual growth. So the first thing I want to talk to you guys about is, well, so it's labeled three, two, one. So take that in that order of like, this is like number three of importance lists, but it's still really, really important. And that's making sure you understand that you're not the main character of everything. Um, this is kind of a humbling lesson and something that I didn't learn until later in my high school years, like many of these. It's that life is about Jesus. And I'm sure that you've heard that and you're probably tired of hearing it. But when you really live that out, it frees you and changes so much of how you view your life. Um, you start realizing that not everyone thinks about you as much as you do, right? Like when you do something stupid, you think everyone's going to think about it for the rest of ever. But nobody does. I mean, think about when you've seen somebody do something really stupid. You might laugh. You're probably going to laugh. And you might think of, like, stories and stuff later that coincide with all those events. But in all reality, that's not going to be at the forefront. That's not going to usually diminish your relationship with them. So when you pull out of that, you lose a lot of fear when you realize this. And you pull out of that state of mind of people are thinking about me constantly. And you are freed to do a ton of awesome stuff for the kingdom and you were so much more effective for Christ and for uh, doing what he's called you to do in the best way he's called you to do and that that is an awesome thing and when you do that you also it's so much easier to find joy in everyday life and that is that is the goal right that that's what our savior is fighting for is to us for us to be in a right, right, woo, I cannot speak English, a right relationship with him and to find joy. So a good scripture to remind yourself of this and kind of keep yourself focused on this whole idea of you're not the main character and that's not the reason you're here is Colossians 1, 28 through 29. Paul tells us, he says, him, as in Jesus, we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. 
To this end, I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. And that's exactly what Paul's saying here is what we've been talking about is the reason I'm here is not for anything else other than Jesus Christ. I'm here to tell people about him, to show people what it means to be a Christian, to exemplify that. That's why I work. That's why I do what I do. And so that's that whole idea that we've been talking about, about that we are not the main character of our lives or, frankly, of anyone else's. So number two. Um, Number two is something that I don't feel like we talk about enough in our culture. Um, We have very much twisted and diminished the idea of friendship. And what it means to be real friends. And that's something that I would. And I, I think that I started doing in the like last year and a half of my high school career. Is building more real. Like real friendships. Um, and real friendships are as simple as this. They are friendships built on Jesus. Um, they are friendships that are intentional. And what you say and what you do, they are friendships that where you are intentionally pouring into each other good, true, and beautiful things, things that are holy, things that are uplifting and edifying in a Christian way, which edifying for, for anyone out there who's kind of confused because it's a very Christianese word, um, is just building each other up in Christ. So it's it's those friendships and friendships that are more transparent, right? Um, it's friendships that you're real with each other. You're real about what you're struggling with. Um, and you're real about things that are going on. And you're not, you're not scared to talk about them because you know that you can trust that person. You know that they're going to try to tell you what would be best for you and what Jesus would have you to do with that. Um, James 5.16 says... And this is one I'm sure anyone who's been in church any amount of time will have heard. But it says, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. For the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Scripture tells us right there, real real Christian friendships are built on confessing our sins and our wrongs to one another and then praying for one another. Um, that we may be healed because prayer that is intentional and that is consistent, it's effective. And it, and it avails much, which just means that it's, it's effective in moving the heart of God to what he wants for us when you pray. Because when you pray often and when you stay in scripture often, you will notice that your thoughts and desires are not yours anymore. They're what he wants for you. And then um, again in Philipp... Nope. Let's flag this. Um, and then again, in Proverbs 18.1, Scripture says, A man who isolates himself seeks his own desires. He rages against all wise judgment. 
it's it's just again saying we're not meant to walk this faith to walk this life alone. God wants us to do it with each other, and when you build your friendships around this and surrounding this, it's life changing. It really, really is. So I I would get plugged in wherever I could within school, within church, and build more real, real friendships. Last but certainly not least, number one, what I would do is way earlier in my high school career than I did, I would prioritize my quiet time. And by quiet time, I mean that, and I'm still working on this daily, but putting my time with God first, putting my time in His Word first, putting my time in prayer and in worship first, and making that the number one priority of my day. I started trying to get up and do it in the morning um, because it starts my day out with that, and I feel more focused on why I'm really here, why I'm on this earth. I feel more focused on um, praying and speaking and living in a way that is attuned to what the Holy Spirit is trying to say. And so that's that's the literal best thing ever that I would do. Now, if you are any age, do it now. It will revolutionize your spiritual walk. But especially if I were to go back and do high school again, I can only imagine if I had prioritized my quiet time earlier, how much it would change my experience, how much it would change things that I got to do because I was so attuned to what the Holy Spirit said that he was able to move through me in powerful and mighty ways. Um, So that's three things that I would do if I were in high school again. Thank you guys for listening. If you did, if you didn't, I don't blame you. (laughs) But thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope to put out more episodes and to talk about more real things um, that that are real. I I really just said that, but uh, you know what I mean. I hope to talk about more real things that have to do with our faith, more things that um, need to be talked about, hopefully, and that are relevant and that are prevalent in my life. Um, So, yeah, join me again if you feel like listening to this. Thank you, guys.